You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Live. This is this is we're playing with uh, with live ammunition now. This is episode seven. Welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty, uh, episode seven. Dakota Davis, you're with me again. This is Jeremiah Morrill. I cannot believe that we've made it to seven episodes. I uh, our, our syndicator Chris Spangle of We Are Libertarians uh, shared episode six, and it came with a stern warning that we need to be nicer to our guests because apparently I was borderline abusive to Tanner in the last one. Well. <laughs> There's only so much so, you can do. You kind of deserved it. <laughs> so the other voices that you hear as we go around the room are the uh, the lovely Miss Sarah Potter. Hi. Uh, what uh, do you have any titles? What uh, my girlfriend and the uh, something in, in the Morgan County Libertarian Party. I'm the right? secretary of the Morgan County Libertarian Party, aka right. I email people when their memberships are getting ready to lapse. All right. Well, good. Very important. That is. That's more than the state party does for letting people know when they need to re-up their membership. We're working on that. National keeps sending me stuff constantly. There you go. National knows how to to keep people active, like keep people on the rolls to to keep numbers going. So that's a good thing. Maybe we need to learn a lesson or two. And then in the uh, the fourth chair today is probably the biggest guest we've ever been able to get ourselves, Dakota. Huge. Uh, We have a... (laughs) Well, I, I don't know what what he prefers to go by. If he if he wants to go by his profession of being our barber, or if he wants to be <laughs> a a sitting county councilman, he's uh, Clay Morgan is here with us today. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. So, good friend of both of ours, and uh, he's a, a Henry County, Indiana councilman, elected Republican. You're on the, the uh, We Are Libertarians podcast network, but we uh, <laughs> that's right, that's right. We're friendly to all here, uh, no doubt about it. So, welcome. Glad, glad we finally got you here. We worked this I out. I am very glad to be here. Finally, I told my wife, I've got to go. I want to do this. you got to <laughs> let me. And uh, she reluctantly said okay. Yeah, this is, as we're recording this, I don't know how quickly this episode's going to go up. Our, our syndicator turned over the keys to the... Uh, uh, to the uploading to me, so now it's it's on me. I had complained wow. and cried enough oh, that it was taking Spangle too long to s- edit our stuff and put it up. So now I'm responsible for editing and uploading. So editing too? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've wow. Got, it's all me now. You know how to do it? <clears throat> Barely. <laughs> Barely. So all you're right. saying so, this podcast has to be perfect? Yeah. Tonight. You can't make any mistakes, or else it's going to take twice as long. So <laughs> wow. there, there, we, wow. there will be no errors of any sort. No uh, screeching. That's why I said we're playing with live ammo here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're recording this on Mother's Day. We got uh, Mother's Day. We all had our Mother's Day commitments. We got out of the way. I know I, I spent the weekend with uh, all of the moms in my life. Uh, today we drove to. Uh, I saw Sarah's Sarah's parents this morning, uh, and her grandmother over in uh, north north of Indianapolis, and then saw my parents southeast of Indianapolis. So I'd imagine we all had uh, we had commitments. So we're meeting uh, later on Sunday than we had originally planned to. I guess. Yeah, I went. Dakota and, uh, had a day hamburger. Yes, I did had. I had to eat a hamburger. You had a family I mean, barbecue. You just had to, you know. Yep. I went there at six. I didn't even know about it. Like it, this was not a pre-planned occasion. I asked my dad for help to come and uh, take down Dustin Reed's fence for me because I was purchasing it today, and 
in the midst of all this, after we had planned, you know, we're going to have the podcast at 6, you know, blah, 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 blah. He says, hey, we're going to have a cookout with your grandmas and your mom and everybody for Mother's Day, and it starts at 6. I was like, okay, well, that's great, because I had already pushed back the podcast <laughs> once before, so I just sent you guys a message. It worked uh, you, out. You were like, yeah, and that's fine. you can't fine. refuse you know? family. You can't refuse family. No, yeah. absolutely not. Like, we're totally, I'm totally agreeable, and this is... I, I, I knew I was going to be running around today, too. So, that, you know, I'm glad we got the timing to work out for everybody, and we, we made it work. So uh, over the course of this weekend as well, Clay, Clay being a prominent Republican in his, in his county party and the Republican Party here, you had what they call a Lincoln Day dinner. Yes. So t- tell, we haven't talked about this. So no, tell me, tell right, me how the right. Lincoln Day dinner was here for, uh, for, he- for your home county. Well, Lincoln Day was interesting. Um, it's a big we, fundraiser. We, so it is we a have big a fundraiser. I, believe it or not, we yeah. have an international audience, not just a national audience, but an international <laughs> okay, audience. Okay. So I guess we should define everything here. Abe Lincoln was president of the United States. He was a bit of a war criminal, but we, the Republicans still <laughs> celebrate him. You know, I read something the other day about Abraham Lincoln, and I guess that whenever he has the worst unemployment record on the books in history. He, he did. He had a lot. He did have a lot to overcome. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> Lincoln bashing. We are. Well, well, we are less than five minutes in, and we're Lincoln bashing. Let's get back to that, we we back to that so, Lincoln Day dinner. So okay. So it's a big fundraiser. Yes, sir. And it's the uh, the rubber chicken circuit. So all of the uh, people that are wanting to run for office and gain favor and become delegates in in the Republican process kind of attend these and circulate around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We we had a few faces there. There's some things going on in the Republican Party that aren't not officially announced, but everybody's got them in the back of their mind. So, yeah, those candidates come, those people come, and you know why they're there, even though they're not officially saying why they're there. The musical chairs are, 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 are afoot. It's the off-year exactly. election. Exactly. So, yeah, in Indiana, believe it or not, since Spengel turned over the keys, I've been able to see we're huge in Kentucky. Like, half of our downloads have been in the state of Kentucky. Oh, wow. It's it's wild. So I don't know what, if we have one guy in a basement in, in Lexington. Maybe Dustin Reed's <laughs> cousin. I don't know. Uh, but it, we've got people that just continue to, you know. Rand Paul country. Hey, exactly. Yeah. Rand Paul and Thomas Massey, two of the better so. members of Congress are down there. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, I hope that Uncle Rand is listening to this podcast. I think there's a good chance he is. I think he's probably a big fan of the Boss Hog of Liberty. <laughs> Down in Hazard I, County, Kentucky. Man, I hope so. Uh, I hope he calls us up one day and is like, if, hey, is this Boss Hog? If Rand, like, yeah, if, it is. If Rand is listening, all he has to do is tweet us. That's he, right. He can tweet at Jeremiah Moore or at Dakota Davis or whatever you are. Rand Paul, if you are listening to this, please tweet us because we need you on this show. Yeah. Yeah, it, but we can't do mobile, uh, so he's going to have to come to my spare bedroom to do the yes, show in central Indiana. <laughs> there you go, right? So maybe we'll get him in for the next Lincoln Day dinner when he's running for something important, and he can we can Very double good. it up. He can, he can come speak at the Henry County Lincoln Day dinner for Clay and and visit with the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast <laughs> in 2018. <laughs> so you so you guys had um, uh, U.S. Senator Todd Young. Mm-hmm. He spoke at your your Lincoln Day, and I, I got to hear him earlier in that day. My my sister chose to graduate on the same day as they run an IndyCar race in Indianapolis, which which was brutal for me. But I had to I had to choose blood over blood over racing again, uh, so I drove up to Trine University and sat through 700 names getting called, and listened to uh, Senator Young give 497 points of why a college education is important. I thought that was it. 497. 497. Yeah, <laughs> it stuck with me. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> it's just memorable that number. Is that a coincidence or? I tried to write it down, but. Did you take notes? Did you learn a lot from him? I can yeah. tell you one thing I learned. 
he is a big supporter of the local Taco Bells around the state of Indiana. He does. So as he was traveling and campaigning this season, this past election season, what he or he, I guess he knows exactly where all of the Taco Bells are in the different towns that he was going to. Interesting. Nice. Now, um, so he riddle me Taco this: nice. Is he a Marine? I'm not I, sure. I don't know. It didn't really come up. I, I really, I mean, at Lincoln Day, I, he mentioned Marine see, one time. I did see they called it for all of the service members in the room to stand up at one point, and I did see him rise. So I can only assume that he was in some sort of the, the armed forces. Well, that's just respectful. Yeah. No, you can't blame him for that. But he is a Marine, though. It'll get you elected. That'll be the former right. U.S. senator in a race. If you're a Marine and he's he's the senator from Virginia, I think you, that's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> and eating lots of Taco Bell. And eating lots of Taco Bell. So, t- what was what was the I message to the, uh, to, to the to the in to the to the Republican faithful right, yesterday right, right, from right. the from the senator? Well, it was a lot about. Uh, he talked a lot about the next year's election. Obviously, the Senate seats that are important there, and we even got one in Indiana with uh, Senator Joe Donnelly, which is going to be tough, uh, tough race there. But everybody's kind of gearing up for that. And then uh, just discussed a few of the things in Washington that were, you know, some of the mandates that they had overturned and this and that and the typical stuff you hear. Um, but then um, what he did mention health care a little bit, talked about health care slightly. They're going to uh, they're going to force that through the Senate in the next month or two. Well, um, he didn't really talk about how, when, where. But uh, the one thing that caught my attention was that he said. The Democrats that are willing to talk to him, he wants to know their ideas. Okay. So he that was one thing I caught that was a little more uh, bipartisan. So I thought, you know, I thought that was cool because the fact is um, it's there. And so it's a wicked web. And it's very hard to pull the, uh, pull the cloth off the table, so to speak, without making some noise. So I don't know. I don't know. I just hope they don't mess it up, to be There's honest. There's already I mean, been a lot of noise being made. Yeah, it's already <laughs> messy. I mean, and, and, and whoever steps in to try to fix it, if they continue to cause more problems, those are the people that's going to get the blame for it, not the people that set it up in the first place. Yeah, right. I, th- I, right. Think, I think everybody knows right now that the healthcare system in the United States, the way it's set up and the way the government's involved, it's like a stage four cancer. And <laughs> it's just a matter of who's signing the death certificate of where, the, where you know, of where <laughs> this is, where, where this is, this is going to end up. Yes, uh, very messy. Know, it's going to end up in somebody's hands. And well, it's it, interesting whenever you mentioned his speech there, because at Trine, whenever he was talking there, he was talking about how we do things for the common good, and it's a, more of a collective type thing. And he only used the word collective once or twice. He did like the phrase common good, though. He did love the phrase common good, and so that was something he talked about a lot, is how, you know, whether you're Republican or Democrat, he didn't mention libertarians, sadly, but he said whether you're a Republican or Democrat, whatever you're doing, you should be doing for the common good. So serving so others instead of just Are you just telling me right now, interest. are you dropping the bombshell that Todd Young is a collectivist? Is that what you're telling me? That's... I'm just saying what he said. You heard it on Boss Hog Liberty first. Todd Young is a collectivist. <laughs> Felt like the message at the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So and then uh, so it, 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 looking at this Indiana Senate race, if if Senator Donnelly is uh, is is going to be challenged, uh, there's a couple of sitting Republican Congress people that are looking at giving up their seats. Uh, so then you had, I'd imagine, you had a bunch of other local Republicans that are that were are circulating around 
uh, trying to position themselves for the sixth district seat because Luke Masters, our current congressman, this just yes, he's the number right. four or number five Republican in the House. Yeah, number five. Number five, and he did he was he there? Did he make? Uh, uh, he did not. He had one representative there, but yeah, yeah no. He's probably at the big money dinners now at this point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's probably in Fishers trying to find receipts for what his wife has been up to. <laughs> trying to figure out what the invoices will get you. Do we, you're in county government. Do we have any attorneys that we pay 20 grand a month? Let me think. Um, no. No. <laughs> Maybe we should. No. Can you imagine no. the amount of economic activity we'd get if we had a quarter million dollar attorney? Exactly. Who was exactly. who was married to a senator to a, well, to a congressperson? And and when I saw I saw that on AP, uh, the Henry County Democrats posted that on uh, their Facebook page. Yeah. All right. So of course they're going to get that out there. And I'm reading it and I'm looking at it, and it's very horrible optics. Obviously, all above board, all legal. All on contract, but very bad optics. And if anything, I mean, I don't know that I would. I mean, I understand why, but I'm not going to look at Jennifer Messer and go, man, you're awful. I'm actually going to look at the Fishers. And I'm going to say, why did, why would, did is, you do that? Are you really happy with this service? This is, this is, this is, <laughs> this is worth right, it. Right, exactly. Was I it mean, worth it? They're the ones that signed the check. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, sure. I oh, get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not casting yeah. stones at her. But no, I know. I, I, I know. And it goes both ways too. Yes. So, it does. so, so, it does. Governor Pence at the time. Yeah. His wife had a, a small business with watercolors, and I think she was selling beads or something. And people okay. were overly critical of her because she's not making any money, and she's showing a home income of hundred, you know, of like a hundred dollars a month or some ridiculously small number. And he's crashing crap for that because his wife can't work outside the home and can't do anything. <laughs> and then Congressman Messer is out there making a quarter million dollars right. a year, and that's wrong too. So it's a <laughs> It, it, it's politics, okay, I guess, is what we politics. know. Here's that's, the that's the best like, way to put it. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that the messaging from this is we want we want our politicians to let their women work outside of the home, but we don't want them to make too much money. We don't want like, them to, we don't want the women to be well paid. I think right, that's what we're like eh, eh, yeah, that's yeah. Eh. Hmm. Let's stay around that like eighty thousand dollars. It's month. interesting. Yeah, don't yeah. make too much. Also, be pretty. That's the other thing. Oh right. Yeah. Right. Well, what will be interesting on that issue is when you get down to, and you guys know me, and I, I just like to listen to common sense people, but when you get down to party politics, it's going to be the Democrats that have been crying out. Right, right up on the mic for me. Sorry about that. Sorry. It's Democrats that are going to be crying out for higher pay for women, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's going to be Democrats that are crushing <laughs> Jennifer Messer because she makes too much money. She's making an income. Nobody's going to crush her until Todd Rakita's done crushing her. <laughs> what, what does his wife do, by the now way? Does she have? Is she employed? Is she is she making uh, one hundred and seventy five thousand for the Todd's? city of Carmel? Todd's? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I've Some, only somebody seen should look once. into it. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah. Well, that's the. Uh, it, it will definitely be all the hubbub. I'm sure. Um, here in the next few months. We'll see how it goes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more of that, I suppose. Because either way, Messer has a race coming on. on. Now the sun's going down as we as we push this into the late the, the longer uh, afternoon hours. Dakota's got us podcasting in the dark here in my in my spare bedroom. So we're uh, we're we're making some adjustments to the lighting in here. So it, this podcast, I had I, I just kind of a general note line over here of what I wanted to talk about. And this this podcast, the inception of it, and the reason the Boss Hog of Liberty exists, I guess, is is in a big part because of Clay. Uh, he, he, he Clay maybe three or four months ago Sounds messaged like a myself. Great idea, right? Myself, myself, and two or three other guys, and said, "Hey, 
let's do a podcast. And I, you know, I, I was like, well, I kind of have friends that know something about this, and I've done a couple as a, as a guest. So I said, hey, I think I can try to figure something out. And we had a little bit of momentum at the time and got all the equipment. And and then, uh, of course, I sat on it for all for a month or two and tried to get everybody back together. And here we are seven episodes in before any of the four people that were in the original uh, conversation are go. here. I was keeping Clay filled in, though. I go in there. I go in there once a week. He does. And it's, you know. Doesn't tip, but he goes in once a week. Hey, as hey. long as he comes in once a week, that's <laughs> Is fine there with any me. customer that's that redemption. you see more than, than this guy? I have four or five customers that are once a week. That's unbelievable. Yeah. See, it's not like it's this rare thing that yep. happens. Yep. I mean, I just like it to be clean. You know what I mean? I mean, I get him looking sharp. I, I yeah. understand that. I never look as sharp as. I, I, maybe it takes the weekly plan. I don't know. Or it's out of practice. I never look so as styled as he plan. does when I leave. Hey, if I, you, you come know, in every week, your haircuts are two dollars less. Is that right? That's, That's right. It's true. the yeah. coupon. It's the unspoken coupon at the MVP. That is true. You just have to know the right people. Are they like frequent flyer miles? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Eventually, he's got the gold you'll, card. Like buy six, get one free. Type it's like thing. it's like at the casino where all the rookie gamblers get the green card, and the more you come back, you get a different right, you right. get a different one. I think I'm at silver card status as of right in, now in, in MVP but or I, at the casino at MVP. Yeah, I think that if I went and uh, I got my haircut and did a beard trim every week. I would probably get up to platinum card status. Mm. I feel like we're close mm. to getting a sponsorship at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what other services are offered? You get haircuts. That's pretty much it. That's it pretty, pretty much, much it. just haircuts. You do, do you shaves anything? Haircuts, beard trim. I used to go nope. when I, I went to the building before, and it was Lightfoot's, so which right, is my right, right, right. <laughs> this is this is the way Newcastle works. It's small town Indiana, so it was my barber shop slash the place I went to buy houses. They were my realtor, exactly. And now it's my county councilman, so I, I talked to him about the park park board junk. And and I get my hair cut. So there you it's, go. This, there is, you go. this is a small town in Indiana. He also has but coffee. But and he has coffee. He doesn't offer that to me. He's got coffee. Uh, there it, is coffee there. It is right out in the open. Like yes, it's not I like never something. noticed it. Yes, it is there. Do you still have? Do you have? Uh, what else do you have in there? Do you have uh, push pops or is that from well, the old popsicles? There's yeah. some popsicles that are available for anybody. Yeah. Are you telling yeah. me that you go in and get a haircut and don't take a popsicle and a sucker? <laughs> I do have suckers. <laughs> There's even it's bottled not the water. Bank. How old are you, Dakota? Twelve. Twenty-one. He was reverse the numbers. Does he sit in a booster seat? He left with a sucker in his mouth. He sure did. Does, does he sit in a booster seat in there? Well, he's a little taller. Which I did yeah. notice, Clay. You're running low on the fruit punch suckers. <laughs> uh oh. Time to get another bag of Dum Dums. He's in there weekly. He's he, you're, you're able to keep track of the inventory on him. Oh God, that's funny. <laughs> so and then when every time I go in, this is another cool thing about going to Clay's Barbershop. I do notice this. He has the the old place they had ESPN on, which was nice, but it's always Glenn Beck. So <laughs> yes. Chairman Sarwak, Nick Sarwak, is the uh, Libertarian Party chair. He was on. So he was on Glenn Beck this week, this last week. So I immediately the, the state uh, the National Party had emailed us. So I screenshotted it and put it on put it on Clay's wall and let him know that it was going to infiltrate. And you're going to have to make some big changes in your life. You're either going to have to not not have Glenn Beck on, or the Libertarians were going to uh, to 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 be invading the uh, the barber shop. He was on. He was on. So what'd what you think? Well, one thing I noticed, I you know honestly, every time he was on, I was really busy. Weird. So 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 the Libertarians attract they, business. They must have really been. Yeah. So I didn't get to hear much, but I did. Um, I I didn't know. Um, I didn't know of who your national chairman was before. Okay. Okay. But I did see the the convention that oh. was very interesting. Yeah. When he uh, chose to dance. 
No, 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 no. That was the guy that was trying to challenge him. Oh, okay. That was, was that. That was, was that yeah. It? That was that okay. was a, some idiot Thank from Michigan. You for that, the correction, that is not our national. I'm chairman. actually glad to hear that. Yeah. But this guy, no, uh, uh, was <laughs> was solid. He represented himself well. He he did a good job he's, for the Libertarian Party. He's a good guy. He yeah. he came to Indianapolis yeah. a year ago, and we got he he came to our state convention. I uh, got to hang out with him, and actually, he cool. myself. Uh, and two members of the Libertarian National Committee that were there, we went to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and toured the track. Okay, uh, and had had a really fun day with. with well, he uh, like with, I said, I, I didn't get to hear much, but he presented himself very well, and um, you know, from what I've heard when I when I watched Glenn Beck, it seemed at times. I mean, he always talks about being a libertarian, sure, but he always also talks about there's certain people within the party that I don't know who they are, but that don't like him. Or there's a little clash of views. Oh, sure. But when him and your national chairman were on there together, they were very open with each other. And um, and the little parts that I caught, it looked. I mean, it, it was it was good. It was good for your party. And our people yeah. all kept their clothes on, which is so, important. Which that's a, that's a plus. <laughs> it, you know. Yeah, I read there. the transcript of it, and Nick he did a really good job. Uh, he, he was very professional, presented himself well. They agreed on a lot of points, but. Um, Glenn, <clears throat> he, uh, he put it out there, his fundamental disagreements that he has with some of the party platform, and Nick was very respectful about that, understood where he was coming from, and he just did an overall good job of representing libertarianism as a lifestyle instead of an actual party. I, yeah. That's yeah. where I, I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know, you guys are more, obviously more into it. Uh, that side of things than I am. Sure. But I think, and it may be a long fight ahead, uh, culturally, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I think that's where the, um, that's where the real meat is, is presenting it as a lifestyle, not just a political party. Because when you, when you present things as a political party, I mean, that's one of the biggest problems I see within the Republican Party and the Democrat Party is it's all about the party. And so, you know, as a Republican, if I, if I think a Democrat has a decent idea, well, now I'm a rhino. Right. Or if there's a Democrat that thinks a Republican has a decent idea, you know, they got some name for them, too. I mean, we're so split. We're so polarized now as a nation. It's kind of ridiculous. Well, that's the nice thing from our side is that we're able to work with people when they're right. You know, so when I agree with Republicans and I have many Republican friends, right. I, uh, you know, I'm able to work, work on those issues with them and, and we can right. advance ideas. Uh, and at the same time, I have a friend, uh, uh, Gary Snyder. He's been hitting me up and he's, I'll tell you now, Gary, I'm going to finally buy your stupid t-shirt. Okay. He's been, <laughs> he's running for state Senate in Indiana and ah. he's, he, he's basically running his entire platform on, um, he, he wants cold beer on Sundays. Oh, okay. And he's 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 running against an incumbent Republican, and he's uh, he's going to more or less be a one issue uh, candidate, mm -hmm. but it's an issue that's going to be on the side of freedom. Mm -hmm. So his, his mm -hmm. wife is Pepper Snyder, who ran for uh, Congress in the third district uh, this last time. Have you heard a lot about the the cold beer on Sunday issue? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah. Well, here's here's what I've always thought because I'm I'm a Christian man, right? Sure. And I've always thought that it was because of some Christian people or some, you know, yeah. that they didn't allow it. I thought yeah. that's where it all came from. And it wasn't till just, and, you know, I admit my ignorance here. It wasn't just till a couple of years ago. I found out that is not the reason. Yep. There's a lot of people out there that think those dang Christians, that's not the reason. Oh, absolutely. The reason is the, the big 
beer, big alcohol lobbyists don't want it sold on yeah. Sunday because they want to be able to have a day off during the week and they don't want to compete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's total protectionism, and and pe- some people, you know, the the, the package liquor, the, the the liquor stores, yeah, are dealing with that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, That's and, what. Yeah. yeah, and then, but you still can't buy warm beer on Sunday either. It, it's this very. Yeah, we have such an arcane system in 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 Indiana. Apparently, we all learned this in the last month or two. A big grocery store, the biggest Indiana-based grocery store, Marsh. Uh, is been circling the drain and is is going to be going out of business most right. likely. They're filing for bankruptcy. And uh, about a week and a half ago, they said, "Hey, uh, we're going to close all of our pharmacies." And they didn't realize at the time that the upper management at Marsh that when they closed their pharmacies, that meant they could no longer sell spirits because only the reason that grocery stores are able to sell spirits is because pharmacies are allowed to sell spirits. So really? the hard the the so huh. then they had a fire sale. And all of these marshes had to sell all of their vodka and whiskey and gin by Friday of that week, or else it was useless to them. They wouldn't be able to sell it at all. Oh, so they wow. had to liquidate. Wow. So they closed the pharmacies and then went, oh, crap, we have to get rid of all of the hard alcohol. No and pun intended, right? Liquidate. Liquidate, exactly. <laughs> and that's why uh, our local marsh, when we had one here in Newcastle, I would walk around looking, trying to buy a bottle of vodka, and they didn't have it. Because they never had a pharmacy in there, and that's the reason why I never had that correlation huh. until yeah. until this never last week or two. It's all kinds <laughs> of interesting things on the books. So yeah, that it, it is a, uh, a hopefully Indiana is going to take a step forward. They're going to there's a st- summer study committee, and I'm optimistic that we're going to have some updates to the uh, to the liquor laws in the state yeah. of Indiana. Hopefully, just simplify them just for the sake of business owners and consumers alike, but. Right, there's It'd be a nice uh, to have more freedom where you know something you can buy on Saturday, you can't buy it on Sunday. It's it, it, yeah. you have to. You, <laughs> it's silly. I could go. I could drive 20 miles up the road and go to a brewery right now and buy cold beer that they made there and put it in a growler. But I can't go to the store that's a mile from my home mm. and mm-hmm. buy something, even though there are people in the store. I can't go to the Walmart or the Kroger and buy beer that they have. That aisle is blocked off to them, mm. even if it's made by the same brewery. And it right. could be from the same group. Absolutely. It's <laughs> very, very arcane. So. I've also heard, and I may be wrong, that you can't actually walk an elephant on the sidewalk. In Indiana? Hmm. In Indiana. I've never or tried. I was thinking that was a law. Well, our friend Darren uh, would tell you that you need a permit to own that elephant before you can even talk <laughs> about where you're going to walk that. <laughs> that is we'll true. That, that is true. So, yeah. So, I, this has been funny. I've had so much fun. Uh, and Darren is one of the four that we were talking uh, talking about originally. So at some point, my expectation is that he's going to make an appearance on this podcast, probably one, and then hate me forever and never come back. Uh, <laughs> I talked to him the other day in the shop. Yeah. I know he's been listening. And he said that he's he's going to get on here. All right. That's what he said. Well, we're going to have some fun. <laughs> and I honestly, I, I, I kid him. And I think I, he's... He's the president of the town council in, in, a, in a, a very nice town in Henry County, uh, Spiceland, Indiana. So when you get off of our main exit on on seventy here, you go south to Spiceland, north to Newcastle, uh, and he's the uh, the president of the town council. And he had probably three years ago, somewhere in that range, uh, uh, an individual who had some chickens uh, at home, and apparently it wasn't allowed in in uh, in, in that town. And uh, I've encouraged them to try to find a way to make uh, residential poultry uh, farming. Uh, something that would be equitable, uh, and it hasn't worked out. So at some point, the jackbooted thugs of uh, of Spiceland made him get rid of this fellow, <laughs> get rid of his chickens, and they've never returned. So I've continued to advocate for 
poultry free, uh, well, any aviary freedom, really. I don't think you understand really. how bad I want chickens in my backyard. So this is a passion issue for Dakota, because ah. he wants he wants goats and he wants chickens. I want, okay, but I understand. You want to go back out and get some eggs, don't you? You just want yes. to get out in that backyard and, and get I some want, eggs. I want the chickens, you know. I do, I mean, too. I think they'd be, they'd be fun. I think that my dog, Daisy, would have a blast. Running around with some chickens. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, I don't, she wouldn't that's, hurt that's him or That's your dog anything. that can walk in a straight line and right, can still right. see. Daisy is doesn't the, wear diapers. Right. <laughs> but the other, I you had a dog funeral so since the last episode, or are we still hanging on to it? Dodger is doing great. He, uh, we had on. a little mishap. What does great mean? I mean, he's like, compared to a normal dog, he's at like 60%. But for him, he's 110. On the last <laughs> episode, you barely made it, or the two episodes ago. Dodger had fallen off the porch, and I oh, think he no. was in, he was at the vet. Oh yeah, so he was uh, we, in horrible horrible shape. Oh man! But what happened is we had a little bit of a a vet tech gave us the wrong information for his new medication. He this lady gave us wrong instructions and just sent him hurling into a world of mess and destruction and withdrawals. The vet that we took him to. Um, whenever this was all happening, so that he was even probably hallucinating. So I don't even know it. Like, what, <laughs> what do dogs see? Yeah, yeah, what do dogs hallucinate about? Is what <laughs> oh I don't understand. Gosh. Like, is he is he imagining me as a like a, a Polish sausage that's carrying him around? <laughs> he whenever he's going to the vet. Yeah, it was it was wild. But he is back to normal. Speaking of that, that reminded me this morning. My uh, one of my boys, my nine year old. We're, we're in the van, and we're riding to church. And he says, Dad, he said, you don't want to leave your dogs when you go on vacation. He said, because then they get really, really hungry. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, yeah, you know. And, and he said, yeah. And said, then when you come home and you go in, they'll eat you. <laughs> <laughs> they're not cats. And I'm like, wow, you're thinking, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, they're not cats. <laughs> I'm sure the, the cats would eat you in no yeah, time. I'm positive. I had a, I had a, an acquaintance, not really a friend, uh, but I mean, I trusted this person. Um, his sister-in-law, whenever she was in Start college. sketching this out. An acquaintance yeah. with a sister-in-law. Yeah. We're getting distant. His, his sister-in-law <laughs> had a... Pet anaconda. And oh, wow. I think it was an anaconda. Is that the huge ones? Yes. Okay, one of the giant very snakes. large snake, yeah. yes. But she just let a it... A python? Was it a python? Might have been a python. An, an, an anaconda is uh, not typically kept at home. Usually a in python the python is the, These are like, I mean, the giant, huge giant snakes. Pythons like can get snakes. really, really big. Okay. Mm-hmm. An anaconda anyway. takes like a team of nine men to move. And they live in okay. the Amazon. Maybe not. And rappers sing about them. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> she had this snake, a very large snake, and she just let it roam around her apartment. She lived in an apartment, by the way. Nice. Pet friendly, I guess. And she would just let it roam around, you know, do its thing. It was just like a regular pet just Catch to her. cats and rabbits. And it would, at nighttime, it would curl up at the foot of her bed, like coil up yeah. and sleep on the bed with her. And yeah. Oh my So this thing goodness. starts acting really funny, wow. really sick. It stops eating. It's not eating anything. It's not coiling up whenever it sleeps. It's sleeping. It's stretching out oh long Lord. ways along the side of the bed. And she has no idea why. She doesn't know what's going on. So she takes it to the vet. She thinks it's dying. And the vet says, you need to take this this snake to a zoo or a snake rescue immediately 
because he is stretching himself out and fasting, preparing himself to He's eat. He's gonna kill you. you. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Like how crazy is that? Like I mean, that just totally blows my mind. Wow! This lady's it's, pet wow. was preparing he was plotting itself to eat against her. her. Wow! Plotting against her. Interesting. Well, back to animals that won't kill you. Yes. I chickens, right? <laughs> chickens. Chickens. Yes. Really? My dog yeah. Daisy would have so much fun with chickens, and I want some fresh eggs. Uh, oh, it's just such a hot button issue for me. And what? I actually talked to a, a town council lady who was on the board whenever they outlawed chickens within city limits. So, yeah, we have like three different municipalities. Right. Our friend Darren is the town council president in Spiceland. You live in the city of Newcastle. The two of you live in the city of Newcastle. Yeah, so those correct. are rules that you would have to play by. Right. And then I live in Henry County. I don't live in the city. I can Just sit. Outside. I can see the front from my front porch. I can see the city, but I'm in the county. So across the street, right? Near exactly. The city, um, just yeah, about. If I get to Main Street, I'm that's yeah. that's the city of Newcastle. But this is this out here so is you the can county. Open burn. I can open burn, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, I'm supposed to have five acres to have chickens. So ah. uh, with the way the rules are now, which seems arbitrary, I have a third of an acre and I have facilities that could very easily t- take care of. They're kind of small, right? Chickens. chickens? Well, so yeah. uh, I don't know how you define a chicken, honestly. <laughs> as I I don't know what identifies as a chicken. I have free range birds that come by and they lay eggs ah, and I can cook them. True. I could eat them. I could, I could, I can raise, I could, they can reproduce and I can raise them for meat if I wanted to. Uh, and I don't know what to call a chicken anymore. I have the, the what I've had are some people would call them a robin, uh, or they could be a bantam. I don't know. Uh, but I had some free range chickens come by yes. and built a nest yeah. outside of my yard. Yeah. And I've been telling Darren because I don't want to be in trouble. I I don't want him to come <laughs> by and find me or come to my mailbox and have a letter telling right. me that I've done something wrong because exactly. I don't want to be on the right side of the county. Exactly. At least on that issue. I'm not trying to build a windmill or anything. I'm just trying to raise some birds. <laughs> We're crying out loud, right? Come on, man. I just want to feed my family. My dog loves eggs, and I bet yours do too. I bet she would. Yeah. So I... I Scrambled, though. I don't think so, she'd do fried. Well, it, it, my dog eats apples. I, he doesn't care. I think oh, he wow. Would. He'll eat whatever you put in front of him. Yeah. He, oh. he, he tried to eat plastic earlier, and we, he spit it out when he realized it. Both of my dogs are incredibly picky eaters. No, Although no. Daisy, when she was a puppy, would eat Dodger's poop. <laughs> I remember that yeah. story. So she took she took pet ownership to a whole new level of disgusting. Whenever I saw her doing that, she was trying to connect and become one. Yeah, you just clean it one up. One with Dodger. Oh, well, how I fixed it was the the vet told me to go outside and put hot sauce on it after he pooped, and I did. I took I took a bottle of Cholula hot sauce. You got the right brand. Right, it was, Cholula. It's Cholula. It couldn't be Frank's. Frank's doesn't work. You have to no. use Cholula. Next Cholula thing he knows, his dog's wearing a sombrero. Yeah, right. you know. Cholula is the official hot sauce of Boss Hog and Liberty. I'm putting that out Did there she now. Change? We have a wireless carrier and a hot sauce <laughs> ca- a a hot sauce wireless? company now. Yeah. Brisket wireless and Cholula hot sauce. Uh, did you have you listened? Did you hear I, the brisket I, I have wireless? Seen, I've I've seen brisket wireless. You know, I've seen the yeah yeah, but I have not. Uh, an MVP barbershop. I had an MVP barbershop. Yeah, no I doubt. haven't inquired though about brisket wireless, but no. I went go, outside. Go quick! I, it sounds like they have about two customers. <laughs> <laughs> I I poured the hot sauce on there. She went over there, ate it, and she hasn't eaten any since. It worked. All right. Well, now we know. So if you have problems with one do- dog A wow. eating dog B's leftovers, a little Cholula, and it's the problem <laughs> takes care of That's itself. Right. Interesting. Right. I have to remember that. So I had I had some eggs that were laid by my by my free range chickens. 
And I, I posted on Facebook and I tagged my, my zoning ordinance guy. Darren is in charge of zoning for the county, so I wanted to make sure he knew. Uh, so I've been tagging those and I've gotten a pretty good following. People all over the country have been watching and keeping up. And the, my chickens have grown and grown and grown. And then I left the house. I went to almost to Michigan to go to my sister's graduation. I came back home last night and I think Darren stole my chickens. They're, They're gone. gone. Wow. Yeah. And now he's not here to answer for himself. That's, and that's he has not weighed back in. He yeah. had been telling me I need a permit for things. We had yeah. had a dialogue, right? Right. And now it's it's over. I definitely think you need to record that in the notes so that when he is on the show, you can face to face. We do need to have some questions. Him. Well, you the, have that, that, Madam Secretary. And these chickens have been got it. These chickens have been infiltrating the entire county because I know you. I did. Brought us up to speed today, yes. saying that you also yeah. have some chickens laying. Or, uh, there are arcanas. Arcana chickens lay green eggs. So I assume the green and blue eggs, that has to be what you have, just very small ones. Yes, exactly. They were identical to what They're you were informing chickens. the county of. Yeah. Henry County yeah. is being taken over by yeah. midget Mini arcanas, chickens. Right? Yes. Yeah. And, Bantam yeah. arcanas. So I, I do. I have three yeah. little eggs there and, you know. Well, guard them. when they, they'll, they'll grow along. Yeah. And then one day... Yep. Whatever once, you do, once do they not have let, feathers, that's when people get nervous. They, they do not start let to run on Jacobs uh, now. Yeah. Whatever you do, I'll have to keep it a secret. <laughs> I, I wish you luck. I had so much joy when I had those birds and they were growing and they were coming along. I don't know. I the, the other thing that I never have never understood is what's the difference between a chicken and a robin and a, and a parakeet. Well, and apparently, why, why, why can I have a why can I have the, a, a bird for a pet, but I can't have a chicken? The madam, hmm. to be respectful, the. The woman that I had the conversation with about why she, why she outlawed my chickens <laughs> in in the city, she told me that they had rodent problems mm. within chicken coops. People were feeding them, you know, their grains or whatever. Sure. And rodents would come and pick them up and screw away. And they wouldn't do that with dog food back. or cat food. Maybe we uh, should have outlawed all, all sorts all of animals. Pets. They don't do that. Uh, they don't like, I, I don't think they like dog food or cat food. You know what takes care of rodents? A BB gun? Snakes. Mm. Correct. Until they try to kill you. Well, I'm just saying, if you then have, if you have a good rodent supply, you know, maybe your I snake mean, won't try to kill you. That obviously, the rodents were already there. They were just eating some of the chicken feed. They were already there. We did not produce the rodents. So they chicken feed already. doesn't produce rodents. No, and chicken feed don't does produce. not have like magical rat producing gotcha. dust in it. Gotcha. It they just so happen to be attracted to it the same way as if someone has their dog outside. They have yeah. a pen for him. They are going to come and they are going to eat your dog's leftovers as well. I it wonder the if they can philosophy. smell it from miles away though. Is that it the might problem? Be. It might. These might be. We might have because super outside chickens. of the city is a lot of cornfields and farms, right. and we might have smell. super chickens in Henry County. That's hmm. Super chickens that eat super feed that attract super rodents. Wow! If you're interested in this, I have a book for you. It is called the. Oh shoot! Now I'm not going to be able to remember it. Something about extraordinary poultry farmer. It is a children's novel about this girl who has these magical chickens that she inherited from her uncle, and she has to go capture them from all the different places in town because there's a lady who's trying to steal them because she knows they have special powers. I don't think I'd be interested in that book because this woman is allowed to have her chickens in town, and I'm not. <laughs> they it do live just out in the Have you visited Grand Cayman lately? <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Grand Cayman on a cruise or something, 
chickens everywhere. Key they just West. roam the oh, streets really? wild. Key West yeah. is like that too. Yeah. Well, the do roosters, they have a rodent problem? I, I bet don't they know. have a rodent problem. But the roosters <laughs> do not know what time of day it is. So roosters are crowing literally 24/7 in Key West. Yeah, that's not uh, roosters don't they crow all day long. They don't well, care they don't care about mornings. These that's are not, very very loud roosters even when it's dark. I thought the that's roosters Warner were Brothers. able to tell time. No, that's Warner Brothers telling you that. Hmm. My whole life is going to lie. Yeah, mine too. Thanks, Jerry. See, I would have known wow. that had I been allowed to have chickens in town. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. So the other response the other thing that would be responsible is if you're going to keep chickens, just keep hens. Hens don't crow. Right. Mm. You can still have eggs you, you without have your the eggs. rooster. And, and there's my dog. That's a thought. The dog alarm's going off. Oh, what man. That I, I hope that's not Jesse Riddle. It could Riddle. be Jesse Riddle. He's here to pick up some things. He's not supposed to be on the we're, we're, we're He doesn't even know we're podcasting. We should really keep our voices down. Everybody whisper. Don't want to get him. Don't want to get in trouble, with Jesse. Should I go check the door? If if he's if somebody comes in the door and tells me the house is too hot or too cold, I'll know it's Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> it's never right. No, nope. never good enough for Jesse. He's like, my house is always on sixty five, and Jeremiah said, this room is sixty five, and he said, there's no way, there's absolutely no way it's oh, sixty five. Speaking here. of, there he is, Mister Jesse Riddle has arrived. So, all right, well, we're going to take a brief pause. This will be a, I guess, commercial break. We'll slide something in here. Once Clay gives us our check for becoming the official barbershop of, uh, of the Boss Hog of Liberty, we'll have, we'll have a commercial, I guess, for MVP Barbershop in Newcastle, Indiana. And, uh, and uh, we'll go from there. So we're going to take a brief break, take care of Mr. Riddle and whatever his needs are, and, uh, and we'll pick this up in a moment. Hey, this is Clay Morgan from MVP Barbershop, official sponsor of the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. Hey, if you would like a nice haircut, come on down to 1990 South Memorial Drive in Newcastle, Indiana. Haircuts are $12 a piece, unless you're 65 or over, and it's only 10 Or you could be like Dakota Davis, who comes every week, and your price goes to $10. Reach 100 your haircut's for free. All right, so we have returned uh, after our our insane profit center timeout. Is that what the uh, the Rush Limbaugh show is? Ins- obscene profit timeout so from our fake from our fake <laughs> sponsor MVP Barbershop. There you go. Uh, yeah, so we got Jesse taken care of. He's doing some uh, on the last podcast. You guys heard he was uh, he's try- he's trying to sell a uh, or lease some space. Above his house, he's got a, an apartment. He needs to, so I think he's changing out a water heater. So he's trying to get that place marketable. Dakota, you got something to sell now too. What's your pitch? What, what are you trying to sell this week? I'm trying to sell my car. If anybody needs a uh, two thousand, yeah, two thousand fourteen Chevy Sonic. It's uh, got fifty thousand miles on it. It's a great little car. I mean, I've really enjoyed driving it. Have you taken it in a parade as a Shriner yet? Not yet. Right, no. it was, in a wall chat, somebody called it a clown car. So well, I was going to cut the top off and then like you know. Then get a little hat that sticks up above it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a good little car. It's got a four cylinder engine in it and a turbo. I mean, it get it really goes, it really goes pretty pretty quick. So if you got any any, I tried to get Paul Copeland to buy it. He started out at like a hundred bucks or something, or yeah. he was doing a dollar higher than anybody else. So I told him just go nine thousand one and be done with it. But that's right. So that's yeah, it for nine thousand dollars. But uh, for a limited time only, if you. Contact me and mention the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. Your name will be put into running for fifty dollars off. Wow, fifty dollars mm-hmm. off, and, and we'll throw in a free tipless haircut. 
Why not? If right? you buy the car, exactly. Uh, Boss Hog Liberty, because we've got this this nice thing going on with MVP. That's right. Uh, yeah. Because they've been a sponsor of us. We will pay for one haircut. Yes. For the purchaser I'll of the car. That. That's a total... Must be a male. You don't cut women's hair, though, right? So it has well, to Well, I actually do, do have you? a few women customers. Oh, really? Yes. All right. yes, I sure do. So if they want to fade. Yeah. My lady customers do get those. There you go. I already have two people that are coming to look at it. All right. So, well, make sure, make sure that t- turn them on, get them listen, get them listening. Oh yeah, and we'll we'll get them taken care of. Can you preload podcasts in your car? Yeah, because uh, is this, is this going to be a propaganda vehicle? Yeah, there you go. Actually, I can. <laughs> I can preload any audio. Yeah, so load it up. Wow. So there we go. go. If they buy there this car, go. it's going to be full of Alex Jones and Boss Hog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yes. commercials for MVP. I might throw in a couple of wall episodes too. Just there you to, go. Yeah, there, there's only a couple hundred of them to, to for those people right. to, to the, right. for the new owner. Uh, you so. know, just it's a nice ride though. You drove to Evansville. Yeah. I, I rode around in it down there with you, and it was yeah. uh, it was good. Yeah. I didn't realize that Chevrolet could put so little into a dash of a car. It's <laughs> like it, it's like there's one gauge in that thing. It, it's oh, there's not yeah. much to it. There is uh, it, it, the instrumentation it's, is it's tidy. All, it's all digital. Yes, like everything in the front is digital except for the uh, RPM gauge. We call that attack in the business. Attack. Attack. Okay. Well, tachometer. You can you can call it whatever you want. I'm gonna call it the RPMs. So everything else is digitalized. What's what's uh, what's cruising revs? So, you twenty two hundred. How many RPMs are you running down the road in that thing? Uh, going down the road, I'd say probably. Yeah, probably about twenty two hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. And if you redline it, you get three thousand. What's the redlining? No, no, I've I've taken that baby up to six thousand RPM before. Fifty five miles an hour and six thousand RPM. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure you can do seventy five or eighty in it and get down the road just fine. That that is a car that I've ever gone the fastest. Really? In. Yes. This is a safe space, Dakota. What's that number? What's that? <laughs> um, I'm sure it was out of state. It wasn't anything that, you know. No, it was in the state of Indiana. I'll come clean. I'm going to tell the whole truth All and right. nothing but the truth. So help me God. Okay. I was driving down 70. Yeah, this is back whenever Audrey attended the uh, University of Indianapolis up there. I was, I would drive up there and visit her on the weekends. Uh, she had a bunch of meal tickets I could eat for free on them. And as I'm going... To, I'm the sooner down. you got there, the more time you got to spend. Yes. Yes. And the more so, food you got to eat urgent. for free. Exactly. Well, I'm heading down 70, and 70 westbound, and there are two semis. And they're, like, semi must have been being a jerk to them or something because they've completely blocked 70. They're going 50 miles an hour, side by side. Oh, wow. Oh, we were... Got to be on purpose. Yes. It had to have been on purpose. There is a man in a large truck in front of me, and he decides, you know what? Screw this. So he goes off on the shoulder. And I'm like... I'm going to go, too. Like, so I gun it right behind him. And, you know, I'm driving. I'm like, yeah. So not only at an illegal speed. Right. An illegal maneuver. In a a Chevy golf cart or Spark. What is it called? Sonic. Sonic. It's a Chevy Sonic. Like the hedgehog. Yeah. So we're booking it. And we're passing these semis. Well, all the people that are lined up behind the semis and the semis to get around them. And I look down at my speedometer. I'm going 94 miles an hour. I was like, on the shoulder. On the shoulder. <laughs> wow. Rumble strip and everything. And at that Holy moment, cow. at that specific moment, my muscles locked up because I was terrified. Oh, I wow. didn't know. I, yeah? It was like, just 90, totally locked up. 94 is the fastest you've ever driven? Really? Yes, it is. You were pulling a Carrie Underwood. 
Yeah. Jesus, take Jesus the wheel. Take, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got there safely. I passed the semis and uh, immediately slowed down because I was wow. terrified. Kissed the ground got out of the car. Wow. Oh, I was, I was petrified. What's the fastest you've ever gone, Jeremiah? Actually, you better not say since your mom listens to this podcast. It is Mother's uh, Day. It's three after digits. All. It's probably one thirty something, one forty somewhere. See, mine's there. less what? than that. My but goodness, mine How, was what? still over a hundred. Wow, wow. I was about one eighteen. Huh. We can go down and look at my GPS Out downstairs and see. But if, 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 I've had some faster cars. Some How? How? Where? What do you mean? Where? What have you been doing to where you have have the need to go one hundred and thirty miles an hour? Testing the limits of your hot vehicle. rod, Lincoln man. You want to see those telephone lines look like picket fence? You just go whip it. Oh man, I don't think I could do that. I'm sure. Uh, 55 for clay right uh, exactly yeah now occasionally since they've bumped it up to 60 miles per hour on like state road three you up to 62 i, I do get eh, sometimes yeah, i mean cruising i have to admit it, in, to in admit it. cruising speed in south dakota is about 90 miles an hour we'll, we'll what? that yeah that's what i understand it's it's the speed fast. limits out there are speed limit is way higher yeah that's what i understand i mean i've always had like a lead foot but never not if the fastest you've ever driven is ninety four miles well, an hour. That's really right? sad. How does that happen? What do you mean? How do you? How does a person think to themselves, you know, I'm going to break a hundred today? Let's see how far we can push this baby. That's exactly Just see what, what you can happens. do. Yeah, yes. I take care I've, of my vehicles because uh, every car that I have, every car that I've owned, I've I've run it at the terminal velocity as fast as the car would go. <laughs> I've put it there. What's the so that I know? Do? How's the truck do? Uh, it'll do about it'll be about ninety five or hundred. It's but there there's some county roads. Rush uh, County had a very good road at one point that was between Carthage and Arlington, the Carthage Pike. Uh, that yeah. you could do it was a very there was nobody on the road at all. And I still don't think I would have reached ninety. Perfectly <laughs> perfectly straight road. Impeccable blacktop at the time. And yeah, I know one forty, one forty five, somewhere now. Wow. I, had a, I had an Eldorado, three hundred horsepower, a little you, over three hundred horsepower. You are a big IndyCar fan. Oh yeah, no doubt. So yeah, I, I can. I'm starting to see this now. Yeah, I'm starting to see it. It's coming together. I wonder I, what would have happened if you got pulled over. You're not going to catch that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of effort. Uh, They're going to wow. pull over so the guy. So you're saying in this... that you would have you would have run away? No, I'm just saying that by the time you gather yourself, I'm already a mile down the road, 140 miles an hour. It's I mean that's a half mile a minute. I, I do have a little something here. Speaking of legal, illegal, and sure. vehicles. Um, this morning again in my van, this is the communication place with my boys. Okay. So again, uh, I think we're going to church or coming home from church and, um, they began, oh yeah, we went by rural King. They have kayaks out, right? One of my boys says, man, I wonder why somebody doesn't just go up and steal one of those. Right. I mean, how easy would that be? So they get into this conversation about how easy it would be to steal kayaks. And my wife says, well, it would probably be chained up, blah, 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 right? So we go through it. Well, then they're figuring out ways to do it. So they're like, well, you'd have to wear a mask, you know, and then no, that way, if they had cameras, nobody would see you. So they're talking about that. Well, they're then working, one of them. Working out all the finer points. Yeah, here. they are. They really are. They're, they're, you know, very smart children. But so then one of them says, well, then you would have to cover your license plate so they couldn't get the license plate number on the cameras. That's smart and my, yeah. And my other boy goes, well, that would be illegal. <laughs> that's that's where that's where you'd have a problem. It, it would. Uh, well, that would be illegal. But what you need forget about illegal. stealing the kayaks. That's perfectly. What you need right, exactly. You Just borrow. don't cover the license plate. You got to borrow your buddy's plate. That's right. Oh, problem solved. Yeah. yeah. 
I hope they don't that, listen to I this. I saw that there was a device. <laughs> I saw some guy invented a device where he had a shade that he could remote control mm-hmm. that would cover his license plate as he went through toll roads. I've, yeah, I think oh, I wow. story too. Yeah, they finally caught him, though. Finally caught the old guy. It's a lot of effort for, to save $2 to cross a bridge or whatever it is. That's it's why the, the, the crossing it's is It's the principle Louisville. of it. It's not just because you don't have $2. It's the principle of A lot of, of times it the is toll. the principle, isn't it? You don't want to pay yeah, the, you don't want to pay the, the toll on the, on the bridge. Somebody has to pay for the roads. Well, that's what road usage taxes roads. are for. And toll roads. I don't agree with toll roads, Jer. <laughs> that's just too much to ask for me. <laughs> Speaking of principles. I'm with you. Okay, now I, I know... You're you're the boss hog of liberty on that, this show. So that is the Clay. It, that's the title that I yes. it, I had to accept. Embrace yes. it. And I have embraced it, but it yes. is not the title that I selected. I was bestowed upon me. I, I understand so, that sometimes greatness is just simply bestowed. It's uh, this is B H O L or the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. There you go. And we're talking oh, about principles sure. here. And I saw on your sheet of paper as I snuck it over and yep. wanted to see these, what these you were are thinking. These general, are general yes. outline ideas well, in, I in saw, case things got quiet. I saw one thing on there yes. that I do want to talk about. All right, let's go. Which Fielder's choice. You, you pick the topic. Comey. Yes, FBI uh, director. The firing of the FBI director. So that's a funny thing. I, I didn't know, when this all came along, an FBI director is appointed to a 10-year term. Okay. And oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. And Obama Actually. had appointed him. So gotcha. this president, whoever this was, unless he made a change, there would have been no opportunity. You have a, you have a two-year term, and you would have never had a chance to replace the FBI director because it was done at the tail end of the Obama administration. Interesting. So it was just mm-hmm. a, a surprise to me because mm-hmm. I, I I saw that one day. I was like, what? This would suck because it's somebody you're saddled with. Sure. It, uh, it's not somebody that, that resigns to like a, a chief of staff or an attorney general mm-hmm. or somebody mm-hmm. along those lines. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was the, that was the one thing before, before this deal came along and, and the president relieved him of his duties. <laughs> I had taken notice of that and going, wow, this, this, you really get saddled with Obama's guy. Yeah. So go ahead. Interesting. Yeah. Well, no, I, I was just thinking that there's a few, few points that I thought's been interesting lately that I'll just throw out here on the table. Um, one of them is, it just shows you, I, I think sometimes the American people, we get played for fools and we accept it. You know what I mean? I mean, we are pawns of the game. Because here's a guy that Republicans were singing his praises, okay, uh, when he was exposing some emails, right, of some wrongdoing from uh, Ms. Clinton. And then now, a few months in, Now, we need to get rid of this guy. Now, granted, I understand there's things I don't know. But here's the other thing. Just a couple weeks ago, many prominent Democrats, right? Hashtag fire Comey. He fires Comey. Now, that was a horrible decision because Comey was such a great guy. Now it's politically motivated the other way. How goofy. Now, here's the other thing I want to throw on the table is, and, and I don't know, I admit I don't know much about this, so probably just enough to be dangerous. However, I did see that President Bill Clinton fired his FBI director also. So there have only been two fired, and he was the other one that got tossed, was the, uh, was, was the guy in the 90s with Clinton? Yes. And, again, and I did look this up on, was it Snopes, right? Com, that's a, that's a reputable website. Something like that, right? That it was the day before... Ron Brown died. There you go. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. I'm just saying, interesting. I'm not accusing. I'm not. I'm just saying, interesting. 
It is interesting. Let me get into my drawer and get the tinfoil hats out. We've earned them. (laughs) (laughs) We've earned them. But yeah, I talked to uh, my friend. um, I have a friend. He's a prosecutor for Decatur County. He's a real young man and um, just recently elected, Nate Harder. And I said, hey. At the Lincoln Day dinner. Yes, sir. Because he What's is, he running for? Well, he is sixth <laughs> district vice chair. All right. All for right. the Republican Party. Very great, great guy. But anyhow, um, I asked him if he was being vetted for the possible opportunity to be the new FBI director. And uh, he's in no way. Yeah. I, th- so. I think we all <laughs> I did see a name. The president of Anderson University was floated for that job. No joke. Yeah, that, really? that's fully serious. Interesting. Yeah. And also, I don't know much about him other than I, yeah. there was a thing in the paper, either. and I, you know, they, Interesting. a local tie. Anderson's a ro- uh, about twenty miles up the road from uh, from the home of the Boss Hog Liberty Podcast. I, I like I like Trey Gowdy's response to this whole thing. He seems to be a guy that's fairly reasonable isn't, on it. Isn't oh, he yeah. a guy that would typically just drop bombs on Syria to solve the problem? Well, you know, but <laughs> on this issue, oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, uh, you know, his approach. You know, let's find someone that's not so political. Sure. Which is going to be difficult, I'm sure. But, man, isn't that you know what we the, need? You know who the right guy for the job is? Who's that? Burt Macklin, FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will put... The, the, uh, kind of tying things up today. Uh, on, the, on, uh, on Glenn Beck's show, uh, Chairman Sarwak was on there. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how the libertarians' approach to these things is instead of fighting over uh, how much power we give one side or the other, and it's this... this absolute death match for power because you're going to use the club of government against somebody else. We need to make these people less important. Uh, the FBI, the, the, the people, the, the power that we give the executive branch and, and the over overrunning law enforcement. I want the decision on who the FBI director is to be a less, less, less of a, uh, something that doesn't matter in our lives nearly as much. Mm, yeah. uh, you know, the, the person that's in charge of the NSA, the, per, the right. person that's in charge of the CIA, uh, all of those are, are, are over we, we pay we, we give them too much authority of our lives I would much rather the guy that matters from law enforcement to the, be the sheriff that I know and I elect in my local county mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's the law enforcement that I want to have you know that, right. that I want to have actually matter so that Roscoe can be our uh, <laughs> <laughs> well it, and it is amazing how, how much the county sheriff how much authority they really Absolutely. do have on the books yes. right right but yeah, it, it's. I just, mean, luckily, when we're in Henry County, you know, our our county sheriffs are reasonably decent people, and I you know, so. the same with our the Newcastle Police Department. I mean, I've never I've never been pulled over in Newcastle, and I have been plenty of times. I've been pulled over in Newcastle pretty yeah, recently, yeah. But, but it was I mostly have, my fault because I didn't have headlights I've, on for half of a second. <laughs> but I've never been pulled over, and the cop be just blatantly no me mean. either or disrespectful at all. Right? No, I've never. So I've, I'm. Yeah. I think that we need to point out that we are lucky to be in that situation where we are because, I mean... People aren't that lucky elsewhere. Right. Yeah, I have, uh, I've had ex- excellent uh, interactions with our local law enforcement, no doubt about it. And mm-hmm. they've all been very professional. Uh, and I have friends in, in, in both the Henry County Sheriff's Department and the Newcastle Police Department. Very good friends in, in, in both of those. But back to uh, what we were talking about with uh, people with power is... Uh, I was actually reading a uh, Reason article yeah, a couple weeks ago, and they threw out this statistic, and, you know, I didn't fact-check this or anything and just, you know, took it for what it is. Reason is pretty reputable to me. And they said that uh, back in the 50s and 60s, 
So, you know, think about the time period. We had the, it was the Red Scare. Uh, people were freaking out about communists and, you know, people going in front of Congress and everything. Well, back then with uh, the CIA, the ratio for field people or office people to people in the field was one to two. There's one person in the office to every two people out in the field hmm. actually, you know, doing the investigation or whatever. Sure. Intelligence gathering. Um, now, in 2016, this is a statistics from back then, 2016, a year ago, it is 10 to 1. Wow. There are 10 people in the offices doing paperwork, stupid wow. stuff. Just administration. Yeah, to one person out in the field. And what's amazing is technology has increased so much. Right. You'd think that kind of work would... Yeah. Or you'd think it would Decrease. be down to like 1 to 4. Exactly. Exactly. Very interesting. Hmm. Man, that's a whole nother... I wonder how many of those office people, though, are also doing, like, field... I'm using air quotes right now, field work. Because of our technology, are there ways that they're doing different surveillance things right. that they might have been able... They wouldn't have been able to do without actually being out on the field now, but they can do it from a chair. Because we have a friend who... Hmm. That's true. ...works for the military. Yeah, and, and he does some surveillance. Work. He's deployed right now, but he's deployed to Las Vegas. Yeah, and his area yeah. is in an undisclosed location near the Middle East. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And th that's the other thing when you talk about the stuff we talked about today is um, we all have opinions, and I think we all have pretty darn good opinions. But we don't always know everything, and sometimes there are things we don't know, and that's why I try my best to give myself an opportunity to listen to everything before mm -hmm. I begin to speak on an issue. Uh, I think many people make themselves look like fools. <laughs> you, out, out, uh, you outrun what you're able to cover. You outtake your coverage pretty quickly sometimes, <laughs> don't you? Well, we're at the point in the show where we typically kind of do a wrap-up and let everybody have a chance at final thoughts and tell tell individuals how or listeners how to how to get in touch with you, how to follow you. So we'll start with that, Clay. If people want to catch up with you and either support the barbershop or learn more about uh, Clay, the politician, the political yeah. life, how do, how do people keep up with, uh, with what you're doing? Well, I've got all kinds of stuff. So I, I have got the MVP Barbershop Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right. Um, and then I also have a uh, more of a mm, ministerial, life coach, biblical inspiration kind of stuff going on at uh, ClayMorgan7.com. Also, ClayMorgan7 on Facebook, ClayMorgan7 Twitter. And um, I have Instagram, ClayMorgan1975. And then for political, um, just my regular Facebook profile has kind of evolved into just being my political Facebook because every time I try to post something, everybody comments politically. So yes. anyways, uh, but that's just, um, I, I don't know, Clay Morgan 2020, I think it is. All right. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. You're building up Clay something Morgan big in 2020. 2020, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You got the website you know, reserved. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. Um, and then the last one, uh, I, I tried to separate my, my government political opinion tweets out because I went through a time period where I got so dang frustrated that I, yeah, anyways, it just it got very tiring of hearing all the political rhetoric. So, but anyways, it is um, claymorgan.gov. 
Oh, really? Is All my right. Twitter handle for political the opinions. The official.gov. We have a friend Ooh, who has yes. tadwestern.edu, we think. Yes. Uh, so you have .gov. You started your own shadow government. It's excellent. Uh, All right. And, and any other final thoughts or things you want us to keep an eye out for? Uh, um, well, you know, next year's election is going to be very interesting, both uh, in our state and locally. So, um, you know, I know one thing I, I've been kind of talking to you guys about and kind of keeping my eyes out on what libertarians are going to be running and because I know you guys have uh, been wanting to get highly engaged in local government, uh, knowing Dakota, uh, getting to know him, and knowing you. Um, actually, uh, I can say this. Uh, I feel very confident in that. I wish uh, I knew more libertarians like yourself um, that would take the approach that you guys have taken, uh, to be honest with you, because there's a lot of issues that need to be taken care of that are um, need to be treated in a in a different manner with some more open-mindedness and uh, some reality, yep, if you will. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it? Totally agree. The lovely Miss Sarah Potter? Uh, my only final thought tonight is just for our, my Libertarian County, Libertarian Party of Morgan County. We have our monthly meeting on June 8th, which is a Thursday, 6 p.m. at Ralph and Ava's in Mooresville, which is a fun time. We usually have a couple guests from outside of the county. We get business done in about five minutes, and then the rest of the time we're hanging out. It's a social, a lot of it's a social event. It's more of a social club at this point in time. Um, we are working on some uh, recruitment of candidates for this coming election. We're starting to look at different ways we can be participating and be more visible in our local government because our town government in Mooresville is – all Republicans and the Democrats are like, they don't have a voice at all, even though there's a pretty decent number of them. And then the libertarians, the people who voted for libertarians, we surprisingly had a pretty fair amount for an area that I thought was completely red without having any local candidates. You actually right. had some people on the statewide and national that, that did pretty well. Yes. Hmm. And so it, it was interesting to see the little pockets, the little hotbeds in our County and our, and around Morgan County. So we're kind of looking at those and seeing what we can do and go with the momentum a little bit. And then the other thing is that it is Mother's Day. So I know my mom listens to this podcast, and I've already wished her once before. But happy Mother's Day to my mother. Absolutely. Aww. Happy Mother's Day to, to both your mom and mine. Because they both do listen. Once again, I'm, I'm shocked and amazed that we have listeners, but we do, and we appreciate it very much. Uh, it, it, you want anybody following you on social media, or you already have a boyfriend, so you're good. You're not looking for anybody else to, to hit you up. People can follow me on social media. <laughs> wow. um, I'm on Facebook. My name is Sarah Potter. I forget what my little handle thing is on Facebook, but I know on Twitter, I do not post anything anymore, really. You just retweet and read. Yeah, you're, you're I'm, a lurker. I'm the Sarah Potter on Twitter. I just recently changed it because I was like, what if I hit it big one day? So, you never know. That's thinking ahead. <laughs> thinking Clay, ahead. Clay, you're kind of big time. Have you tried to get the yeah. blue check mark yeah, on your you stuff know. yet? I, I'm just not there. Not there. Just not there yet. yet. Get verified. And then on Instagram, I'm not going to share that information because it's I've, private. Had, I've, I've had students try to add me on Instagram, and that was, I told them no. No. We don't <laughs> yeah, do if that. You're, if, you're, if you're dealing with uh, Sarah professionally, don't don't even try. She. She's an educator, and she she will not uh, interact with the uh, with the, uh, the families or the students. I guess on, on the I'll social interact media. with families, but it's usually until I usually wait till the end of the year. So if we have unless any... I mistakenly add you, <clears throat> then I just leave you. If we have any third graders that are listening, turn this off now. You should have not been listening. Yeah. Although this one, this podcast this one's is been very one of the better clean. ones. Yeah. It's very clean. Don't listen part. to episodes one through six, kids. Hmm. No, no, we're pretty clean. 
We try to keep it pretty well, clean. I'm clean, here. and you're mostly clean. I'm but sometimes clean, some of the guests. Minus your Cosmo article shares. Yeah. Other than that. You got a Cosmo article for us? Uh, I don't have you, a Cosmo article you got this today? time. However, I did see a headline today um, about lawmakers. They proposed a uh, split in Washington State. Half of the state would remain Washington State, and half of it would be called Liberty State. That's going to go far. So there we go. I've heard about um, this once before. It's because it's there's such like a Jefferson, polarization there. It's kind of like Jefferson in California. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good the luck. state of Jefferson. I mean, Good luck. I'm sure that hey, the, the rest of the country know. wants more senators. I might be I might be moving to Liberty State one day. Don't cause yourself a residency issue. <laughs> residency in the state of Indiana is a state of mind. And if you get elected, you'll end up like Charlie White and in jail. Because <laughs> you, you, you pretended to live somewhere you didn't. As it is now, you've got a you got a trailer down in southern Indiana that you could pretend is a you somewhere live you live. There. Yeah, you live there on the weekends. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, except for this weekend, I had to go. You bit. live there more than the mayor of Newcastle lives in Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. I've never uh, anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Greg York is a good guy, and if he's I'm listening, sure he's, we'd love to have you on. I would love to have him on, and I would love to have him drive me straight down Fourteenth Street in Newcastle. <laughs> Darn it, you can't get through. 38 <laughs> is trash right now, and I love that there's construction, and I'm glad it's being done. It'll be nice when it's over. But, man. Yeah. Uh, you can't. I, I drive around for a living for Duke Energy. Oh, crap, I should have said that. <laughs> we've we've that done out. such a good job. For a bit. <laughs> yeah, bleep it out. Brisket okay. Energy. <laughs> yeah, brisket. But, anyway, I go from Markleville Okay, to... folks, take, stop. Google Maps out and look up Henry yeah. County, Indiana, okay. and you can follow along with Dakota. Okay, so <laughs> if you're following along on 38, I go from Markleville... To the west. Yes, to Richmond. All the way to the east. Which is... Over there yes. by Ohio, where you can buy beer on Sunday. Right. Yeah. And let me tell you, 38 being closed has been a royal pain oh, in I my imagine. butt. It is... Ugh. And all the traffic on I Avenue... I Avenue was not built for bucket trucks. <laughs> It's a rough. It's a rough life for us. All right. So, how do we follow you on social media? All right. You can follow me. Uh, I've actually gotten quite a bit of uh, friend requests. Have you? Yeah. Like the, nobody's added me. They're either all friends with me, or they, or I've just no, ignored no, no, them. No, 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 no. You've had you've had other people add you as friends. A handful. Yeah. See, they're just now adding me. They they weren't sure if they wanted me as a friend or not. I think it's because I'm not on the. Uh, you're not, on, you're I'm not, not on in, the artwork. You got to take that up with the syndicator. I'm totally fine if we replace the artwork. Okay, I, I if think, it gets if it gets an upgrade, I, that's cool. I think because I've got old man hands right now. I think Dakota should be Flash. Flash the dog. Bassin no, that oh be, the Bassin no, hound. No, yes. that's Dodger. Dodger is our Flash <laughs> of the show for now. <laughs> What's well, then it'll be Daisy. in the little bit of time that's left. All you have but to anyway, do is, is just add me on up. Facebook. All right, Dakota and Davis, like, and like Donnie Baker, you're trying to sell a car, not a boat, but you're selling a car. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to. <laughs> please buy my car. I have he's a got, wedding to pay for. He's got a, a wedding to pay for, and, and a honeymoon lost, to Hawaii. He lost seventy dollars down how in are we, um Yeah. So how's he going to pay for this wedding without selling? How that are we going to podcast when you're in Hawaii? Uh, Can Sarah and I go too? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Join you on your honeymoon. Come along. Yeah. We have a private villa on the beach. Yeah. The, uh, no, I think. Is it two look. rooms? No, it's just one. It's no, a honeymoon not, villa. We're not going. So we have a heart, to camp outside. <laughs> there is a super gaudy, uh, oh super gaudy heart-shaped red jet tub in the bedroom. Nice. That's what's on the sofa. That's what's on the brochure. I'm, I want to hear about what it's like when you actually get there. 
and they've already got your money. And you go, uh, well, it's more of a kidney bean shape. <laughs> and it was red, but now it's mostly... Pe- it looks like the Newcastle Inn. <laughs> With the money that I paid for this place, it better be exactly what's on the It's brochure. already paid for? That's already set? Oh, yeah, it's already paid for. Everything is. So what are you going to do with all the money that you guys get at your wedding? Yeah, what's this dollar dance going to pay for? Wait a minute. For? People give money at weddings. Yes. I've been to two weddings in my life. I Those didn't know cards, people give wedding, the cards, money at weddings. You know the cards that people okay. give you? Or the cards that they got? You also didn't know you're supposed to tip your barber. <laughs> yeah. Those are usually filled with a little bit <laughs> of There's a lot of life experiences we got to work out for Dakota here. I've only gotten 94 Have you ever heard of a dollar dance? No. Okay, a dollar dance is a brilliant idea. You guys okay, can say... Well, that, We'll talk about it's it later. It's not done at all of them. Um, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Hmm. Tell me. Tell me Tell me how it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> it's a brilliant it's, idea. It's objectification, I would think. Aren't you supposed Slightly. to be talking about how this is bad wait, 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 wait. I am, I'm perfectly okay with being objectified if I am the one that benefits it, <laughs> benefits from it. Now, if I'm not benefiting from it, then I'm like, no, not so much. Like when somebody calls me hun on social media, has no idea who I am, doesn't even know me, that, that kind of ticks me off a little bit because that... The last, yeah. the last wedding I went to, they had a dollar dance. I paid 10 or 20 bucks or whatever 20 it was. 20 bucks for two dances with the groom. And I danced with the groom because he was my buddy. And I knew it was going to make him feel awkward. So I, <laughs> And I, it felt better than dancing with his 18-year-old bride who I didn't know. I was like, yeah, this is... Yeah, yeah. It's a... You're trying to... Between did, the two choices. Where did he buy her from? Um... I think he found her at church. Yeah, it's uh. felt more like a biblical arrangement, which <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so anything else to sell? You got a GoFundMe for Dodger or anything? Is this going to be like the swap no, no, no. shop This is like WCBK? swap shop. Talk, it's like hey, uh, the refer the... Dodger. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day, but not right now. GoFundMe for Dodger. If diapers. anybody wanna, wants to drive up to Newcastle, if you're one of the Kentucky listeners, if you want to drive up to Newcastle and help me put up my fence that I just bought, that would be wonderful. So you did pick up a fence today in uh, in Muncie from from Dustin Reed and and weighed down your car and apparently it was one neighbor thought it was nice you you went and had to pick it you had to take it down one guy thought it was great and the other guy thought it was a piece of crap that he never wanted to look at again so yeah the one guy comes out and he's like i don't know why he's selling this fence this is a great fence and i was like yeah i don't know that's why i'm buying it the other neighbor comes out and he goes well i'm not sad to see this junky thing go and i was like oh I'm putting it up at my house. <laughs> you want to come over? Yeah, exactly. Well, I want to uh, thank everybody for uh, for sticking with us. Uh, this is episode seven. We're in uh, in seven seven episodes deep. Uh, really do appreciate all of the listeners. Uh, it's been very cool. Uh, on my list of things to accomplish is a uh, Facebook page for the Boss Hog of Liberty. Uh, so we should have a page here within the next week or so. I'll find a, a quiet evening and. Get that put together. So once you see that up there, like it and share it and get your friends invited so we can uh, have a little bit of a, a web presence that's uh, not entirely on the We Are Libertarians banner. I uh, do want to thank Chris again uh, for helping us out with the hosting. Uh, if you guys want to help offset his costs, jump onto WeAreLibertarians.com and uh, make a little donation there. Uh, $7 a month and on PayPal is the Jeremiah Moral Pizza Society. You can go back and, and check the archives of We Are Libertarians for the story on that one. Uh, if you want to follow me at Jeremiah Morrill on Twitter or uh, Facebook.com slash Jeremiah Morrill, and uh, we'll have one for the podcast soon. Uh, like it, subscribe it, review it. Uh, uh, new podcast, if you go out and give it five stars and review it, we can uh, we can actually rise up a little bit in the uh, in the iTunes store, which would be hilarious uh, if we become a, a, a valued pod, a high-profile podcast. Uh, That'd be wonderful. Not just hilarious, just it awesome. Would, it would be, yeah. 
That's all. I, that's really the gift I want to give Dakota for his wedding, since he doesn't expect cash. If I can just give him a successful podcast, there you go. Hey, if you can pay me cash to dance with my bride, no, 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 no. You, you don't, don't dance, dance with, with your bride for her. money. The, you dance the guests with do. the guests or her. Your, okay, your well, CD so uncle. I'm cash out of he it. gives you fifty bucks You're and dances talking, with your. You just said twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah, you want to be creative about who yeah. you like. You know it. If you, as you're playing this game of inviting people to the wedding, find somebody you think it's has money. Two weeks from now, actually, we're sitting down. Find find somebody you think has money but can't make it, and they'll give you a gift but not show up. Mm. And so then no cost for you. And then and they'll be like, "Sorry, I can't make it. Here's here's whatever you registered for." And then when they come back and say they can't go, it then somebody you really needed to get to go to the wedding. Then you can bring them and you can double oh, them up. I've already bit. added so much stuff to my Amazon wish list. <laughs> oh, I just. It's awesome. I'm so pumped for this. You want to publish your Amazon wish list on here next and see what, see what, gifts, what gifts you start to get? Hey, this is the, it works for Chris Spangle. That's right. He can't work for Dakota Davis. Right, that's, that's exactly right. right. That's right. That's right. All right. So anyway, I do thank all of the listeners for following us. Um, uh, it, it does mean a lot. It's been fun. Uh, really impressed with all the folks in Kentucky that are following us. Uh, and, of course, the people in India. I, if you're listening across the country, I, I do want you to message me and be like, enough of this local crap for your tiny little <laughs> town in Indiana. Uh, or you're like, well, no, it's exactly like my town, and it resonates. That's cool, too. So anyway, uh, this has been the Boss Hog of Liberty, Jeremiah Morrill, Dakota Davis, Sarah Potter, and the uh, the elected official, Clay Morgan. Thank you all. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com. <laughs>